Sometimes you just got to stand your ground and throw them hands. Let's talk about it. What's up, people? Welcome back to Black Eat Cool. Today we're talking about episode 8 of Lovecraft Country, Jig of Bobo. But before we dive into it, go ahead and hit the five stars if you're listening to the audio version of this. Or hit the uh, like button if you're listening to the video version on YouTube. And just so you know, we are going to spoil this. So if you haven't watched it, go watch it, come back, and listen to this review of episode 8 jig a boo a jigabo jigaboo jigabobo i always mess that up but yeah let's get into it so starts off cold opening bobo's funeral bobo is actually emmett teal so this is very like emotional to watch this um they do a like a uh the cinematography for this scene is amazing and heart-wrenching at the same time to see so many people come out and you know why they're coming out it's just so sad especially with us finding out like i want to say five or six years ago that um Emmett Till didn't do what the lady said he did and that he was just innocent, a hundred percent innocent, and was murdered for no reason at all. I mean, not that murder is a, ever there's a reason for murder, but you know what I mean. So it was very uh, emotional, <laughs> really, to start the show. Like this show really hits you emotionally in many different ways. It was just one of the things I really enjoy about the show. Um, so everybody's at the funeral. And we find out it's been like a week since Hippolyta left on her guide trip. So she's been gone for a week. We know where she went, but our characters do not. And they're, for one, thinking like, why did we bring Dee here? We need to be protecting her. Montrose is like, hey, this is kind of a rite of passage to, you know, deal with the loss of your friend because of crazy white people. It's unfortunately in certain people's history in this country that is much of a reality on a terrifying factor that they deal with so much um it's 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 sad just that but they're debating that while they're talking about that um Tick is also talking to Lady like this isn't the time for they were about to have an argument because they've been having an argument for the last couple episodes. Uh I don't know. I honestly I don't I wasn't really sure what they were arguing about in this moment. But he was like, Look, this ain't the time or the place to talk about this, which was weird. But Tick is seems preoccupied as well. While they're all doing that, D runs off. So D's gone and now they're looking for D. And it fades out and you see just how many people are there and it's such a hot day it's uh, it's really a great opening scene it really does it sets this episode off in a different way it sets you emotionally differently 
where you're going to get taken in this episode. It's really crazy. But, yeah. So, Tick ends up asking Christina for help. So, he meets her, talking to her, asking her for help, for um, protection, basically. And she's like, why are you coming to me now? And she's just, you know, thinking it out because she's meticulous about how she does stuff. And tries to understand why people does stuff. Why other people are doing stuff. And, of course, she's been planning this for a while. You could tell she's on top of her stuff. Uh, But she comes to realize, like, oh, you're desperate. That's why you're here with me. And he's like, yeah, whatever. But he ends up giving her the key uh, that Hippolyta used for the machine. I don't know if it has an actual name. But he ends up giving her the key for her to explain to him how to cast spells. And she lets him know you have to have everything in line. It has to be not only energy, but the body. And it's got to, you have to have, is it will? Or you got to really mean it for all those things to align for the spell to go perfectly. And she shows him the protection spell. Then, you know, she's geek because she got what she wanted. But as she's leaving, Tick is like, uh, what is going to happen on the, uh, uh, how do you pronounce it? <laughs> um, uh, Automakes, I, I forgot how to pronounce it. But she basically tells him, like, yeah, um, on that day I'm going to do something no one in the Order has ever been able to do. And I'm going to become immortal. We're going to learn more about that. Because we already know that Tick Bloodline has something to do with the ability to become immortal. So she's going to be coming back to Tick. Which is really interesting. I don't understand why she hasn't been protecting him more. Knowing that he is the only... I want, Well, he is essential to her becoming immortal. Why... Isn't she protecting him more? Like, why hasn't she put a protection spell on him herself just to make sure he's good until everything's ready for her? That's really a little uh, weird plot hole for me that I thought about. But maybe you guys didn't think it see it that way. Uh, but then we get to D, and she's walking down the street, you know, dealing with the death of her friend, missing her mom, trying to figure out where her mom is. And Lancaster finds her. And, of course, the reason he's talking to her is because of her comic book was at the, um, over... Oh, I still don't know what that word is. <laughs> I meant to look it up and I forgot. Uh, and nobody told me what it was. Um, you, we know her comic book was there with uh, the dead cop. So they found her comic book and traced it back to her. And he's like, what do you know about magic? She's like, I don't know anything about magic. And yes, that's my comic book. But why are you guys hassling me? And he ends up putting a curse on her in the nastiest way possible. Spitting all on people. That is disgusting. It's really weird to watch stuff now. Let me know if you feel this when you're watching shows now and people are touching. Right now, especially because we're dealing with corona. Why y'all touching each other? Why y'all so close? <laughs> Why ain't nobody got no face mask on? I'm sorry. Maybe that's just me. But um, <laughs> he curses her. And we're going to find out what the curse is throughout the story. Which is crazy and very interesting. I didn't know you could do that to people. At least I've never seen somebody do that to people in this world yet. So it's really interesting and a new way to see magic in this world. 
Um, but you also see her eventually go to Montro's house, and he's like, where you been? And we start to see kind of glimpses of what the curse might be. There's this book says, um, Uncle Tom's Cabin, and the character in the book turns into this weird little demon woman, and it is terrifying. Demon girl, demon woman, one or the other. Terrifying. Very weird. And she ends up running away from Montrose, and, uh... You hear this real creepy music about knock, knock, knocking on my door. Very creepy. Super creepy. Not gonna lie. This was, like, the ghost one is always scary to me because I hate ghosts. I'm terrified of ghosts. I know, I don't know if they're not real or not. Whatever. That's another discussion. But I'm terrified. <laughs> but the 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 music to this is 100% terrifying. <laughs> There's no way around it. It's also terrifying, and they did an excellent job with that. But then we find out Letty goes back to the um, the house to see if Dee's there. And, oh, one more thing. Before I get into that, last week I forgot to talk about something. Hippolyta and Deanna are literally Wonder Woman and her mom. I did not catch that. That's amazing. That is super cool. Let me know if you caught that. I did not realize that at all. Found that out like uh, three days after that episode. Blew my mind. Blew my mind. But I digress. Letty comes home and Jaya, Jaya or Jaya, I think it's Jaya. Jaya's there and she meets Jaya. You remember Jaya from episode, I think it's five, maybe six. Uh, the Succubus, aka Kunio. I think it's pronounced. I'm pretty sure that's wrong. The nine tail. Oh, so Jaya, Letty, and Tick talk. Tick's like, why are you here? And she explains how her power works. And Letty's sitting there like, oh my God, you had sex with her. <laughs> and you see Tick trying to cut her off sometimes. Like, hey, that's too much information. You need to be saying all that. It's hilarious. But she's just like, hey, I know you're going to die. I don't know how you're going to die. I don't know when it happens. I don't know if it's today or tomorrow. And he's like, why are you coming here if you ain't got no information? And Letty realizes, like, which we all realize, like, bruh, she loves you. What do you you mean why she's here? So that's hilarious. Um, Letty leaves. And Tick is still kind of talking to Jaya, trying to figure out stuff. And then we go to... um, Ruby and Christina have this weird, never-before-seen weird sex moment where Ruby ends up taking the potion. And we actually finally see the potion as it first interacts with your body and changes you. That was really interesting and cool to see. But then they have relations and all their... But they both have it right at the moment. Well, I think it was just her. I think it was just her. She has a moment where she's uh, transforming back. So it's just weird clumps of skin falling off. It was disgusting. But also interesting and weird. And a moment that they really felt they needed to put in there. But they kind of make reasons for it. Because Ruby was like, look, it's just this day I didn't want to be a black woman being done by a white man. And... Then they go into Ruby talking to Christina about how it feels to be black and 
all this other stuff. And then it was really deep, really deep, hit you hard. Me being black, I got it. I understood it fully. But then Christina came back at her and was like, look, you can't be upset for being or doing what you wanted at this moment. That's why you did what you did. That's why you're here. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, and I was like, that, that is also true. That is 100% true. And like they had this weird, deep moment. But then there was within that moment, Ruby asked Christina, did she care that Emma Till got killed? And she was like, no, no, I don't. Just bluntly. Uh, she was like, I don't care about that. That's I'm just going to be 100 percent with you. And that was like, oh, it's kind of weird to try to figure out what their relationship is. Like, I'm I'm not 100% sure how Ruby feels about Christina, a.k.a. William. And I'm not 100% sure how Christina feels about Ruby. Especially when we find out later Christina pays two guys to beat her up, choke her, shoot her, hang a wheel on her like Emmett Till so she can go through that experience. And I'm like, why are you doing that? Unless you have feelings for her and you trying to understand her more. So that gives you a little more insight into Christina, which is crazy. Um, I don't think we're going to get a Christina-focused episode like we've been doing with other characters throughout this. This was kind of Dee's episode, but we still get very needed and wanted information throughout this episode, even though this is all about Dee. Um... But that moment with Christina was really interesting. And I'm really trying to figure out how she feels about Ruby. Because that is a lot. There was no, there's no reason to do that unless you care about that person. But how do you care about her? Is it just, did it just, did you just fall in love with her through this process? Or, or what are you just looking for companionship and you see that in her? And you're trying to bring that out of her? There's so many questions in that. <laughs> so many questions in that. But then we go to Tick and Montrose have a talk. And he's like, hey, did mom know? Did you cheat on mom? He's like, no, I didn't um, I didn't succumb to my desires. I was with your mother. That's who I was with. I always wanted to be your father. That's why I was there. Um, you can hate me, but this is... I'm, trying to be who I am it's a weird conversation because he's he's still not being who he is but he's like I'm still trying to be strong in front of his son and then it's it's super weird it's super weird but very interesting but then they end up trying to do the spell and right before they end up doing the protection spell on tick Tick tells him what happened at with Hippolyta that he went into the future, found out he has a son named George, found out his son wrote a book called Love Country. That's the book he came back with. And he's like, everything in it is pretty much the same. A couple things are changed. People are are that are women are male, something like that. But ultimately, it's pretty much the same story. Mancho's like, I have a grandson. And they're trying to figure out um, what they need to do and who to protect. 
And that's when we find out Tick knows that Letty's pregnant because he went to the future. And he's like, she hasn't told me. And Macho's like, why didn't she tell you? He's like, well, she'll tell me when she tells me. That's crazy. They end up doing the spell. And there's this little, subtle little information comes out when Macho's is reading part of the spell. And he reads it wrong. Or he, he reads it how he sees it. And Tick looks at it and is like, no, it's said like this. And he goes, how did you not get that that way? Like, this, uh, you're, you are you read. You're good at reading. He's like, man, I'm dyslexic. And, like, another puzzle piece letting us know that you might not be this man's father. And, like, Tick didn't think about it. But now that I think he might have thought about it now that he knows that Manchos is gay and stuff like that. And he's questioning how did you and my mom work out. That question is eventually going to come in there. It's just the way it is. But they do the spell, and it seems like it doesn't work. I'm I'm not gonna lie to you. I forgot that they did the spell until a moment comes up, and I'm like, oh god, they did the spell. But we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> but then we have D going to Lancaster after she's been kind of chased around by these demon girls. Creepy song, all that is going on. She was on like a train platform, ran into people. Then she was in an alleyway. They were chasing after her. She went to Lancaster's like spot, you know, that spot that uh, Ruby was at. And she's like, hey, why did you put this curse on me? Blah, blah, this. I'm I'm, I'm paraphrasing because I can't remember exactly what she said. But basically, he was like, look, you go get me the orrery and I'll remove the curse. And then she ends up spinning on him, was like, forget you, I ain't doing nothing for you. And he's like, let her go, she's dead anyway. And this is when we see D, um, about to go lock herself in, um, George's, I guess it's a garage, I think it is. But, uh, she's gonna lock herself there and basically fight these demon, um, women. But before she, before we talk about that fight, we have a moment where Letty asks Christina for help. Everybody's asking Christina for help. She asks Christina to protect Tick, put a protection spell on him. And Christina's like, no, I'm not going to do that. And Letty was like, I'll give you the negative negative pictures I have for the pages of Titus's pages. And Christina's like, okay, I'll put a protection spell, but I'm going to put it on you. So, like... This further makes you wonder why won't you protect Tick right now? Because you know things are getting heated and crazy right now. Uh, but why are you trying to protect Letty so much? But then you, you as we remember, she did the whole thing where she went through the whole death of Emmett Till. So are you protecting Letty for Ruby? So many questions. Oh, this show is so good. But Letty ends up giving her the pages. She puts a protection spell on Letty. Letty's protected now. And now we go back to D. About to throw hands with these demon girls. She sets up to where the demon girls have to come through one door. She locks all the door, gets a pipe, and she's ready to go. She has her baseball cap on. She has a pipe in her hand. She's ready to throw hands. At that same time, Lancaster comes to Letty's mansion or her house and he's like, hey, we need to search your place. He's there for the orrery. He's trying to find the pages as well. 
I think he's trying to find, um, I forget the other dude's name. He stole pages too. He tries to go in and that the protection spell on there blocks him. And he like, okay, fine. And end up leaving. And then they start shooting up the place. So Letty's in there with Ruby. Of course, Letty's got the protection spell. So the bullets ain't hurting her. Uh, Ruby's down. And then Letty ends up getting up to, I don't know what she was doing at this point. She got up realizing she can't be hurt. Um, I don't know if she's going to try to go take them on. Like, they got other magic, though. Calm down, girl. They got other magic. But right when this is happening, Tick comes around the corner, sees all the gunfire, and he is, you know, of course, he's like, oh, my God, they're shooting up my place. My girl's in there. People I care about are in there. And he's about to run in there and go um, save them. Before we get to that, we're going to go back to D D fighting. The demon, demon girls come. D holding her own, doing her thing, taking them down. Of course, Mantro comes and he grabs her because I think he thinks she's going crazy. But if you pay attention, she's literally swinging at stuff, not hurting herself. So when he grabs her, the demon girls kind of scratch her and she's like, let me go. I'm let me go. He ends up holding her and stopping her from fighting the demons. And they scratch her. And it looks like he got infected or something. Or they got her. I don't know how these demon girls work. But that that ends that scene of that. And we go back to Tick in the street while the police are shooting up the mansion house. Uh, Letty's house. And then one police officer sees Tick. Points his gun at him. Says freeze. Tick puts his hand up. And Letty's at the door and sees it and is about to run to him. And then he, the officer shoots. And we're like, oh, they about to shoot Tick. And that's when vampire dogs come from under the ground, baby. So the protection spell works. Vampire dogs is protecting uh, Tick. And vampire dogs are back. Vampire dogs go crazy on the police. Biting, throwing body parts all over, massacring them, just ripping them off. Lancaster gets bit and thrown and uh, pretty much just murders the police. You see as Tick and Letty try to get back to the house while the murder cars are getting flipped over. It is crazy awesome. <laughs> crazy awesome. And at the end, the vampire dog comes up to Tick. And Tick puts his hand out on a vampire dog, like at like a dog heals to his hand. And that's the end of the episode. And it's like crazy. It was oh, like this is a um uh we only we got two more episodes before the end. I think there's ten episodes. Two more episodes. This episode was crazy good. Uh vampire dog, Letty's protected. Every oh did I tell I forgot to tell you uh, Ruby told Letty that she's with Christina and that she knows magic and Letty was like hey be careful Christina's using you she's using you to spy on us and Ruby was like you know me better than that and Christina and Letty was like Christina tried to get me to spy on us and Ruby was like look I'm getting what I want I want magic from her I know what I'm doing blah blah this so now. Letty knows Christina. Letty knows Ruby knows Christina and knows magic, knows how George died, all this stuff. Ruby's like, you shouldn't have been following Tick doing all this stuff. So that's going to come to a head 
probably in a couple episodes we're gonna find out about that or we only got two episodes so definitely probably in the next episode but that last fight was awesome super good i am loving this show right now ah so excited but yeah that's my review of lovecraft country episode eight uh jigga jig uh bobo great episode let me know how you felt about the episode hit me in the comments down below if you're watching this on youtube or if you listen to the audio version hit me up at twit i uh at Twitter or on Instagram, G at Blackie Cool. I'm so excited! I'm just saying random stuff. Uh, let me know how you felt about this episode, guys. As always, thanks for listening. Thanks for checking out, and I'll see you in the next review.